0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode. This one is going to be an epic episode and I cannot wait for you to hear it because I feel like I've been through the fucking ringer with friends, whether they're still around or not, that's totally irrelevant, but I feel like I have grown a lot, recognized a lot and just know how to deal with a lot of different situations and scenarios, you know. you know, This one's going to be about how to navigate friendship, fights and conflicts and how to pretty much, you know, work through a big fight. And also I kind of want to go into the evolution of friendship. So when things just aren't what they used to be and when someone starts changing a lot and it's impacting the friendship negatively and kind of how to work around that, you know, everything with that. So anything that involves drama and conflicts within a friendship and hopefully I can get you into a better headspace and how you feel about these situations, but also what to do about it, you know, focusing on what you can control because obviously there's a lot that you can't control as, you know, we're talking about you and someone else. However, there is quite a lot that you can control in this situation and you can do about these situations. And I'm going to kind of frame it in a way that's going to make you ask yourself questions. Hopefully, that will make you feel a little bit better about the situation, you know, have a different perspective about it and feel a little bit more empowered. So I'm going to cover so many situations and scenarios in this episode. But firstly, a life update. I don't really have a life update. I mean, like I just work and chill and yeah, nothing crazy going on in my life. So we're just going to get into the episode. So the first thing that we need to talk about is expectations within a friendship. So when you pile up expectations on either yourself or your friend, you're essentially setting yourself up for suffering here. So it's a matter of distinguishing between pain and suffering. All right. So as I always say that my favorite quote is from the Dalai Lama, it's pain is inevitable and suffering is optional. Okay. So for this instance, the pain is those unexpected changes or disappointments that we can't control. Okay. So the optional suffering here, it occurs when we cling to those expectations, you know, insisting that things should be a certain way. So for example, if someone differs from their expected behaviors and we resist that change that is when the suffering kicks in and when you think oh no you know it should have been this way you know you should have behaved that like that like you normally would then you are going to suffer and it's not to say that you have to take it and accept it all but it's saying look if I'm here thinking that the only way this friendship will succeed is because you used to be like this and now I'm expecting you to behave the same way, or you're expecting yourself to behave the same way, someone in that situation is going to get hurt. Because like I always say, everything is in a state of flux and nothing is permanent. Your friendships as they stand right now are not permanent. So you can have a friend for life, but that friendship that you have for life is because you are able to continuously evolve through the changes and growth that you both are experiencing. So in this case, it's important to understand that friendships are dynamic. They evolve as time passes, just as you evolve, right? So the person that you were at 17 isn't the same as the person that you are at 20 at 30 40 whatever your age right numerous factors contribute to this change like emotional maturity other relationships that you've gone through and given time to and attention to and just and just general life situations that you find yourself in so if you think you can't look at your friendship as something that's always been you know being reborn as time goes on and then there's a big chance that that friendship isn't going to last if you expect things to stay the same, to never change, and to stay as it is. So if you can't move with the times, as they say, and change and evolve, or you're open to change and evolve, everyone's going to move past you, and you're just going to stay in a state of suffering. Or if you've got a friend that's really struggling with you changing, they're the ones that are not moving along with the times when you are okay so it kind of goes both ways here so everything i say i want you to kind of look at it from both angles you know that kind of walk a mile in each other's shoes situation i also want you to be able to take yourself out of your situation see their perspective of the situation and think are my actions causing this pain are your actions contributing to this emotional turmoil? Or is it a reaction to someone else's actions? So the initial focus should be on your expectations. When you anchor your identity to an expectation and make it an integral part of who you are, you bound yourself to suffering. So in your journey towards personal growth and you know personal improvement, um, strive to eliminate aspects that are beyond your control from your identity. So these elements can still enrich your life with joy, you know, experiences and personal growth, but they don't define who you are, okay? So your friendships, while significant, are not your identity. They are dynamic and ever-changing. So when you... Consistently place your expectations on external factors beyond your control and those expectations aren't met. It often leads to anxiety, depression or stress even. So this happens because you're fixating on the gap between reality and your expectations with it. The issue is that the more you fall into this pattern the harder it becomes to break free from it so you start to believe that there that these feelings of suffering are natural and should be endured however you have the power to shift your perspective here instead of accepting that things to unfold in a specific way adopt the mindset of you do you and prioritize yourself By doing so, you can spare yourself from unnecessary pain, suffering, and, you know, wasting your time. Actually, to be fair, this approach can empower you to achieve more and simultaneously enhance your friendships, even if things have changed. So basically what I'm trying to say is it's not about lowering your standards or settling for less. It's not what I'm saying at all. When I talk about this, you can still have high standards, but not accepting things from other people around you. I hope that makes sense. It's this whole expectation that is what's causing you so much pain because most of the things that you can expect in life is stuff that you cannot control and you don't have the ultimate power over. So you're really just expecting all this shit and thinking that that's the way it should be and then suffering if it doesn't happen, right? So You can still have these high standards for what you want in life and if it doesn't come to pass or it's not working for you, then you can do something about it. But instead of expecting people to be a certain way or things to happen in a certain way, instead cultivate appreciation for what does happen and proactively address situations that Don't align with your desires or what you want in life, okay? So this change in perspective can be transformative in your friendships and overall well-being at the end, okay? So let's break all of this down and talk about a few things. Number one is... You receive in life what you tolerate, okay? So this principle applies to a multitude of situations. It's not suggesting that you've actively sought out or desired everything that unfolds in your life. However, it does highlight the reoccurring patterns, particularly within your relationships. So this repetition often occurs because of what you are willing to accept, Okay, so for example, my circle, I am so fortunate to have an array of incredible friends. You know, I've got so many intelligent people in my life. These people are absolute fucking guns, right? These individuals I deeply respect, but they have often come to me with the same story again and again and again, where they find themselves entangled in the same situations and feeling the same things repeatedly. Now, to clarify, this is not a reflection on their intelligence or any of that at all, right? So the reason that these situations persist like they're on a hamster wheel ties to their acceptance of these circumstances and accepting them as their realities. And this is also coupled with their reluctance to move beyond them. All right. So this repetition occurs because by accepting these situations, they are telling themselves and giving themselves permission to persist with these things. All right. This is just the fundamental truth of it all. So you attract into your life what you're willing to tolerate. And this principle often manifests in most predominantly relationships, but it can extend to many facets of your life, okay? It doesn't imply that everything happening to you is something you've consciously called for or desired. Instead, it's about recognizing that reoccurring patterns often have a lot to do with what you're willing to tolerate and accept as your reality. Okay, so for example, you have a close-knit Group of friends, and one of them begins a new romantic relationship or starts spending more time with another person or another friend. If you find yourself in pain due to feeling kind of, you know, sidelined, so to speak, it's crucial that you kind of step back and unpack this situation without emotion. So ask yourself whether your friend is deliberately trying to hurt you or they're kind of just evolving as a person. Are they are they hanging around people that make them happy and make them feel good, all right? It's important to kind of distinguish between the situations where your friend's actions are genuinely hurting you and situations where you're hurt because their life is evolving. If it falls into the latter category, clinging to your expectations that they should always fulfill the same role in your life, Can lead to suffering, all right? People naturally grow and make new connections, and sometimes these connections become more intense than the ones they share with you, okay? So this can trigger jealousy and pain if you're resisting these changes. Instead, Consider a different perspective. You don't have to accept the cycle of pain you're putting yourself through. You can step back, allow your friend to live their life while you explore your own interests and make your own new connections, okay? This doesn't diminish your love or respect for your friend. And vice versa, it merely acknowledges that you need to prioritize yourself and your self-care and focusing on your self-worth and self-love, all of that sort of stuff. So by nurturing other connections and areas in your life, you can find fulfillment and reduce these feelings of lack So in essence, you get in life what you're willing to accept. If you continue to engage in a cycle of pain within a friendship, instead of evolving with the changes and phases that friendships naturally go through, You will keep suffering. You will stay in the fucking pit of being a sad little sock while everyone else is around living their best life. It's about recognizing what's normal, what isn't driven by malice, and how you can stop the cycle of suffering on your end within this friendship. Now moving on to number two, let's talk about paying attention to you having a fear of missing out. So this whole FOMO business often creeps into our life, especially in context of friendships. So imagine you find yourself in a situation like the one we discussed earlier with your friend, and they're spending more time with other people, and you are starting to trigger feelings of abandonment and rejection. All right. So in response, you're on the sideline and you're hoping that they'll notice that you're still there. You know, you're like Hello, I'm still here. How rude that you don't care about our friendship. You know, I feel like I've been rejected. I feel abandoned. So, this situation can advertedly strain the friendship even further. Okay. Your friend may feel torn between their new connections and a sense of guilt that they're not spending as much time with you. This is where the issue is. All right. You will, you never want someone to hang out with you because they feel guilty. It's far better for both of you guys to genuinely want to spend time together you know not out of obligation but out of desire like like in my book i would choose to stay home and fucking scratch my own ass than have someone hang out with me because they feel guilty all right so take my best friend for example she has a wide circle of friends some of whom she's you know met since we've become friends she actively chooses to spend time with them and not all her time is dedicated to our friendship all right and I'm perfectly fine with that because I appreciate the richness these connections bring to her life. If I were to take offense or fear of missing out on her time, It would only just strain our friendship. Now, let's reverse the situation. So, what if I started hanging out with her more and felt guilty about not spending as much time with my other friends? If she started hanging out with me because she felt guilty for not doing so, I might become a burden to her, right? If you fear missing out on every new development in your friendship circle, you may unintentionally become a burden. However, if you turn the tables and say, you go ahead, you know, have a fantastic time with your other friends. Let's catch up next week. With that response, you become incredibly attractive, okay? Nothing is more appealing than someone who is thriving independently, you know, without FOMO. When your friends see you evolving, thriving, and genuinely happy for their new connections and experiences, it shifts the dynamics, okay? you no longer fear missing out because you understand that what's meant for you will always find its way to you. If your friends choose to spend time without you, don't take it personally, okay? Think of it as your energy not being required there in that moment, but very much appreciate it in other areas, okay? Okay. <laughs> There's no such thing as missing out when something wasn't meant to be for you in the first place, all right? Believe me, you don't need to be the number one option every time for a friendship to be perfect, all right? The key is to appreciate the time you have together and bring your best self to the table each time. When you're not with them, focus on improving your time with other friends and yourself, all right? That's when you'll realize that there's no fear of missing out if you approach it with this perspective, Right, number three is all about changing your perspective on pain and disappointment. Instead of seeing them as reasons to run away, view them as alarms that alert you to potential areas of growth and improvement in your life and relationships life isn't always smooth sailing. It comes with its fair shares of fucking challenges, dramas, fights, you know, conflicts, you know, all of this shit is perfectly normal to go through. Like some of the most significant personal growth occurs during times of disappointment and pain. These experiences can serve as breeding grounds for personal growth and, you know, can even strengthen relationships either as an individual or in a relationship. Like, Fuck, like, my life would not be anywhere near as good had it not been for these times of conflict in my life or times of disappointment in my life, all right, where it actually taught me so much and I grew so fucking much. I would never wish upon anyone to never experience disappointment or to never experience pain because... That is where you grow the most. Now, when it comes to friendships, don't jump to the conclusion that every setback means it's the end, right? True longevity in a friendship requires you to understand that it will have its ups and downs, all right? Just like life, all right? It's always a roller coaster. Friendships, like everything else, are impermanent and subject to change, To ensure a friendship endures, you need to allow it to grow and evolve naturally. If you're stuck in the mindset of you cannot change, you know, or you've changed, it can lead to the friendship's demise. The key is to accept that change is natural and that your friend, just like you as a person, is evolving. When you encounter disappointment or pain within the friendship, ask yourself, was this done out of malice, all right? Was their intention to hurt me? If the answer is no, consider the possibility that your friend is simply just going through a phase of growth in their life. You know, they're forming new connections or, you know, they're addressing different priorities in their life. Like, look, if they were being an asshole and being, you know, just right out evil, you know, cut your losses, cut the toxic dead weight and move the fuck on. If they're not intentionally being hurtful, and genuinely value the friendship that you have, don't perceive each setback as you know a final blow, so to speak. Instead, look at these moments as opportunities of growth and renewal within the same friendship. But if something's disappointed you because they've altered their behaviors, or if they're hanging around different people, or not touching base with you as often, you've also got to look at the other possibilities and think, Are they having moments in their life where they're evolving in all these other areas? Right? And they just, at the moment at least, don't have as much time for you. But I can see that the respect is still there, the love is still there. And when we do hang out, they genuinely want to be hanging out with me because there's two completely separate things going on here. If they're going to be evil, then ask yourself, do I even want this friendship? And I would imagine that if you're listening to this episode, you probably do want that friendship. And then if you do want that friendship, There's a lot that you can do about it, okay? And it's by looking at these things that have caused the disappointment of pain and shedding some light onto them and being like, is this something that is natural for someone to evolve or change? Is this something that I can learn to live with? And is this something that myself might reach a point where I will also be doing that same thing or in that same point in your life, all right? Like getting a partner and spending more time with other people, you know, having to maybe move away and not being like so in touch with that person anymore. But you can still keep that friendship strong, okay? Every every time a disappointment arises, it can signify the start of something new within the friendship. If, however, y- you view each disappointment as betrayal, like, fuck you, you let me down, then it truly would represent the end of that friendship, all right? So if you can look at it like, how can we evolve from this and grow? Like when I've had situations of disappointment with my friends, the first thing I do before I sit and fucking fester, 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 fester at home and resent them and all this other shit, when you face disappointment with friends, you need to address it openly and promptly, all right? So communicate your feelings and concerns. Be like, Hey, I just wanted to bring this to the surface. I didn't feel comfortable with X, Y, Z. Can we have a chat? And because you bring it up so quickly and you pull people up on it and you always let them know. So like, Hey, I want you to pull me up on something. So I know that we can always be on the same page and understand each other. Right, it's all good and well to pull other people up, but you have to be able to take it as well. Right, so this open dialogue fosters growth within the friendship, okay? So so you've got to be really careful when you're going to bail away from a friendship just because they're not serving you like like they used to. Because that kind of change and shift in relationship is going to happen so many times within a friendship. Again, like I said earlier, who you are at 17 is different to who you are at 20, 30, 40, 50, you know. All right, so your needs are going to be different. And sometimes your friends aren't always going to meet your needs. And it doesn't mean that they're not a good friend. It means that this is why we have so many different relationships with people in our life, all right? Because at different stages, different people serve different purposes in our life. So don't run away from it. Just look at it as this is time for evolution in our friendship. And can you, you know, stick it out because you value it Or are you just simply done? And if you are done, then, you know, peacefully tap out. All right, so next point, moving on to number four, poor communication. Poor communication can lead to issues within your friendships. You know, common problems often evolve someone not being forthcoming or repeatedly disappointing you, all right? So the question that often arises with this is what should I do in this situation? Should I confront them about it? A significant portion of these issues boils down to how you communicate both with your friends and with yourself. It's essential to reflect on whether your frustration stems from an unmet expectation or changed behaviours. Are your friends not living up to your expectations or is the reason they're pissing you off is because they're not living up to what they used to do? Or they used to always behave where you felt like a priority and now you don't. Or where you felt that they used to treat you a certain way and now they don't. So you've got to look at the friendship and why it works. Is it because they always live up to your expectations and it's never been challenged? All right? Because it really tests the friendship when someone challenges you by not living up to your expectations and... Can the friendship still be good when they don't live up to your expectations? And all it takes is for there to be an open way of communication between the two parties, all right, or between yourself and the group. Because it starts to kind of make you realize when you go to talk to your friends and think, okay, I'm disappointed because of this. It raises some red flags in your own head, thinking, maybe I'm expecting things from these people that I shouldn't be expecting. Maybe you've been imposing criteria on them and when they don't meet them, you kind of feel like you're let down in a way. Instead of making assumptions, consider initiating a conversation like, hey, can I rely on you for this? It's so fine if I can't, but I just want to know. Or are you able to be this for me at this time. Because if you're not, I respect that. But I just need to know because I don't want to be putting all this energy into you at the moment when, you know, I do need support. And I should probably be putting it into someone that can offer me that support right now. So that's kind of how you can go about it. You've always got to look at it as just because someone is not living up to your expectation, it does not mean they're not a good friend. It does not mean that they're not a good person. It just simply means that maybe you need to kind of reevaluate what that friendship represents for you currently. We all have different people we rely on for various aspects in our life, right? So if those people change, it's important not to react with anger, but kind of adapt to it, okay? Or figure out a happy median or like meet in the middle, all right? Friendships can evolve into different forms and flexibility is key here. It's crucial to have an inner circle of friends who support you, but it's equally as important to recognize when someone can't provide that support for you at a particular time due to their own challenges or changes in life, all right? Approach your friends with gratitude rather than expectations when it comes to this. When you're grateful for having someone in your life, they're more likely to reciprocate, all right? Expectations, on the other hand, can lead to complacency and take things for granted. So change your perspective of your friendship, focusing on the gratitude and being grateful for it, and you'll, and you'll likely experience more fulfilling and balanced friendships at the end. Okay, so let's move on to the final point, number five. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because this was kind of a big realization for me early on in my friendships. So I want you to take a moment to reflect on your pride Is it truly worth holding onto your pride when it comes to a friendship, all right? So returning to the idea that if someone starts prioritizing someone else over you, right, that there can be painful, okay? We are all human and such situations can be quite painful. However, the key lies within your response, right? You have a choice to either dwell on the pain and let it kind of fester or do you opt for a healthier approach, Yes, it can hurt when you see someone placing someone else ahead of you, especially if you used to hold a significant place in their life, right? It's a human reaction and it can be incredibly painful. But what actions will you take in response? Will you choose to suffer and potentially create this kind of discomfort or awkwardness for them? Or are you going to turn it around and say, okay, this is my cue to kind of peacefully step aside if the friendship is supposed to be? I'm still going to respect them, you know. I'm still going to invite them to do things. I'm still going to be there for them, but I don't need to treat them like I used to always treat them and expect that I'm going to be the number one thing in their life. But if it's kind of switched and they're the one stepping away and it's kind of you know out of malice and it's a tactical decision on their heart and you're not feeling okay, and if they respond with, I need to do the same thing for myself, you need to be okay with that. Because if you're not going to be okay with that, then the friendship is over because they are going to be these friendships where you're best friends and then you kind of just drift apart for a little bit and then you come back and you be best friends again and then it drifts apart. Like that's really common in life because, like I said, everything's always in a state of flux, all right? Nothing is permanent. And people have said, like situations and experience that you weren't aware of, it can still be really painful, okay? Don't let your pride ruin your friendship because. They want to hang out with someone else other than you. You need to take that energy and instead of putting it into getting really offended or upset and reacting in an angrily because it's easy to go down that road, take that energy and think, what can I do now to enrich my life and my independence of that person? Okay, Put that person aside for a second and ask yourself, what can I be doing right now? Can I start doing this? Can I start hanging out with that person? Can I start really improving my own personal set of skills? Can I start becoming, you know, the baddest bitch I know? And then when that time is right, your friendship will kind of cross paths again. And you will have that closeness again because you're not resenting each other. If you resent that person, you're kind of kissing that friendship goodbye, okay? Okay. If you can say you're going through a time where you need to have different connections right now, you'll probably still stay friends and it'll be a great friendship and you'll evolve together. Okay, so to wrap up this episode, every day I encourage you to shift your perspective because dwelling on negative emotions isn't worth it, all right? It's a waste of your time. Ask yourself... Is it worth playing the victim? Is it worth enduring this suffering, especially when it's rooted from an unmet expectation? Wherever you encounter issues with your friends, just take a moment to think. Am I suffering because they haven't met my expectations? While well, it's perfectly fine to have goals of Kind of like friendships that you desire, the journey towards those goals should be kind of adaptable and flexible, you know, kind of meet each other in the middle to create these friendships, right? In life, being inflexible can lead to suffering, not just for you, but for those around you as well. If you find yourself in a situation where a friendship group no longer feels the same, where things aren't really clicking as they used to, it's important to reflect on your own behavior in that, you know, are you Complaining, gossiping, or expecting them to spend time with you out of pity, okay? Ask yourself that. It's crucial to consider how enjoyable you are to be around at the moment as well, right? Rather than being someone people hang out with out of obligation, aim to be a person others genuinely want to spend time with and expect the same in return. Okay, so healthy friendships evolve mutual understandings and open communication about where each person's standards are. Sometimes the meeting point might have a significant gap before returning to the middle and that's perfectly normal. It doesn't mean the friendship, you know, has lost all its value. So remember the principle of I do me, you do you. That's an essential thing here. But you've got to have the intention of meeting in the middle whenever possible. If it doesn't work, that's okay because you have other connections in your life, all right? So to sum it up, release your expectations of what people should do for you. Replace it with gratitude for what they are currently bringing into your life and consider how you can contribute more to them, all right? Additionally, remind yourself daily that their choices are not a reflection on your worth or your character, okay? It's often a reflect on their own needs. If you ever feel like their actions might be a reflection of something you've done wrong, don't hesitate to ask them directly about it, okay? Keep the line of communication open, all right? It's one of the best ways because most of the time when someone withdraws or changes their behavior, it's about meeting their own needs, not not a personal attack on you, all right? So I hope this perspective helps you detach your emotional expectations in your relationships and assess them more objectively. So I hope that this podcast really helps you change your perspective on your friendships and, you know, helps you detach the emotional expectations that you set on these friendships and relationships, okay? So thank you so much for listening. Have a good one, and I will catch you in next week's episode.